Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. In 1 Corinthians 6, 19, it tells us that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Now think about that. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Your body houses the Spirit of God in your spirit. That's in your physical body. I want you to think about that. The glory of God dwells on the inside of you, and you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Well, you know what that tells me? That tells me that as the temple... You have God's Spirit in you, and that means that God, through the Holy Spirit, is a partner with you. If you have the glory of God, the resurrection power of God, partnering with you, if God be for you, who can successfully be against you? People may rise up. They may try to be against you, but they can't succeed in their endeavor. Do you understand that? If you realize who you are in Christ Jesus and that you have a partnership with the Holy Spirit and when you're bent and when you're broken and when your fire is about to go out, look to the Holy Spirit. He's living on the inside of you. And he comes alongside of you to partner with you, to help you. I want to tell you this too. The Holy Spirit abides with you for a few years. Is that right? The Bible says that he abides with you for how long? Forever. He abides with you forever. In other words, the Holy Spirit, you could call him this. You could say that the Holy Spirit is your forever friend. He is your forever friend. Don't you love friends? I mean, you know, friends, sometimes you might bicker at each other and you might not get along sometimes and you might get on each other's nerves and it's you need a break, you know, or whatever. But don't you just love friends? Aren't you glad for God-given friends? I am. I'm thankful for the friends that God has put in my life. Just this past week, I went to visit a, a friend, a childhood friend. And this friend, I mean, we grew up together. I mean, we were little. And we grew up, you know, on into our early teenage years. We lived around each other and, you know, did all kinds of things. And I was with her all the time and she was with me and that kind of thing. And and she was a good friend, you know. She was a friend. But then I grew up, you know, into my adult years. And then we, you know, we'd maybe hear from each other every now and then but not so much. But, you know, with her, we'd sit out, and I can remember being a a young teenager, and we'd talk about everything. We'd just talk about everything. Just sit on the porch or on the steps in front of the house and watch the, the cars go by and just talk and talk and talk. And she was a true friend. And this week I went to visit her. She had called me, and she said, Nora, they've given me two weeks to live at the most. And she could barely talk. And it just broke my heart to hear it. And so I went 
And when I called her husband, I said, I want to come and visit her. He said, well, she's unconscious. And I don't think that she'll know that, you, that you're there. And I said, well, I want to come anyway. And so Eddie and I, and he prayed and he said, Lord, let Linda know that Nora is there. Let her know that she's there. And so I went in, and um, as I went in, Kathy, my sister, and I, we went in to see her, and she's at home in, in a hospital bed. And she could bear, I mean, couldn't hold her head up or do anything like that. But when I came in, her husband said, you know, she has not opened her eyes in two or three days, but this morning she opened her eyes and was able to talk a little bit. So when I came in the room, you know, I just began to talk to her and I began to share with her and reminisce over, you know, us being kids together and the things that we had enjoyed. And I got my Bible out and I read her a scripture and I began to pray for her. And then I heard the Lord say, I want you to sing Blessed Assurance to her. I said, Lord, I mean, I love her, and she's my friend, but I don't know. <laughs> but you know what? I sung Blessed Assurance off-key or whatever it was. I don't care. I sung Blessed Assurance to my friend. And then yesterday afternoon, she went home to be with the Lord. But, you know, she was a friend, in my life, that meant a lot to me. Even though it was in my younger years, we never lost touch, even though we might not have been together a lot. But, you know, if I had, you know, that's my childhood friend, and I have friends now. But that is nothing to compare to the forever friend that the Holy Spirit is, that God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, is to us. He's our friend. Friends help friends in time of need. Wouldn't you agree? Friends are there for friends. And that's so important for us to remember that the one, the greater one who dwells on the inside of there is just not there, didn't move into this temple just to be there. He moved in so that he could help us, that he could assist us, that he could guide us, and that he could teach us. Are you here? And that's what the Holy Spirit wants to do, and help us in our brokenness and in the things that need attention. Can you say amen? So, we've already established, really, that when we come to the Lord... He moves into our spirit through the power of the Holy Spirit, but our minds have to be renewed, and our emotions and our personalities need work. And we have to admit it, and then he can come in and help us. Now, this morning, I want to just take a few moments, and I want to talk to you from the book of Nehemiah. In the book of Nehemiah, it is a story of a man sent by God to build the city of Jerusalem. The temple had already been built there. It had been torn down, but the Jews had come back, and it took them a long time, but they finally got the temple built back. But the walls were torn down in that city, and the gates were off their hinges. They had been burned with fire. And so here you had the temple. Now, listen to me now. 
Here you had the temple in the book of Nehemiah that had been rebuilt, and it was there, and they were able to worship, and they were able to sacrifice, and they were able to do all that they had to do to worship God. But all around them, around that temple, when they looked out, you could see that the walls had been breached. They had been torn down, and the gates where... where enemy and foe alike would enter, had been torn down. And so consequently, you, anything could come and go. Well, I want to tell you there's a lot of similarities there. And, and God began to show me this a long time ago out of the book of Nehemiah. That Nehemiah was just not building a city walls and gates. He was building people. As much. Those people had no confidence. Those people had been dejected. They were living as slaves to the Babylonians. And then the Persians came and defeated the Babylonians and said to the Jews, Well, you can go back and build the temple. See, you have, just because the enemy says you can't do something, God can turn it around. He conquered the Babylonians, that great kingdom who thought they would stand forever. And the Persians came in and said, you go back and build the temple. And they did. But yet, the people were devastated and they were in distress because the walls of that great city of Jerusalem that protected it and the gates for the entering in and the going out have been burned and destroyed. And I want to tell you that's much like our lives. We've got the temple and it's secure and it's in place. But the walls in our life have been broken down. And the gates, the place of authority in our life, the rulership that Jesus Christ gives us, has been devastated and we don't walk in it. We don't allow the partnership of the Holy Spirit to do the work in our life. But God wants to. And he's calling us in this day and in this hour so that we could be strengthened and helped and rebuild the brokenness and not live our lives until the day we die in a broken state. Now, he's going to work on us till we get out of here. But you don't have to remain in your brokenness, being crushed and smashed and dashed by life circumstances. Amen? Give hope. God does. Amen? So, I want you to just think with me for just a moment about these gates about the gates. Now that is the place of authority. That's the place, the seat of government. Commerce. That's where enemies are held at bay or opened for friends to enter. And you see, that's our life. That's where we are. And because the walls are broken down and the gates are off their hinges, and the bars that are on the gates to hold the enemy from getting in, they've been ripped off. And so consequently, things are continually flowing through the gates and coming over the walls. And God says, look, I'm your partner. I'm your forever friend. And I will help you build these walls back up. You know, 
Have you ever seen anyone lay brick? You know, we built several houses, and I watched them do that, you know, and they've got a way and the precision that they do it in and how they line everything up so that you don't have bricks doing this, you know. And, and they do all of that, line it up. Then they get the mortar, and they begin to, in courses to lay that brick. Isn't that right? And, you know, they start out, and it looks like, well, you know, there's not much going on there. That's just at the foundation, you know. And then, though, you come back a day, a day, a day, a day, a day. You come back a few weeks later. You come back a month later, and you've got these beautiful brick walls that are there. And they're, they're symmetrical. They look good. You know, they're neat. The mortar is the way it's supposed to be. And you see, when God, through the Holy Spirit, comes into your life to be your forever friend and your partner in life, he will help you build those walls up solid. You know, there are times, and you know this, that houses are built, the foundation, the brick will fall off, the foundation is not good, and what do you have to do? You take it all down again. But you see, when Jesus is rebuilding the brokenness in our lives, it's not going to happen that way. He's going to lay the courses down, line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, and you look back and you say, wow, those walls are secure. Those gates are right where they're supposed to be. You see, in the Old Testament, you know, there around Jerusalem, they had all kinds of gates. They had nine different gates. One of those is the eastern gate that's boarded up right now, waiting for Jesus to come through the eastern gate. <laughs> but those other gates that are there, they were there for certain reasons and certain things happen in those gates. You've got gates in your life. You've got the entryway into your life where God wants to bring things in. And then also, let me tell you, he wants to get together the trash and the debris and push it out. Slam the lock down. Put the bars over it so it doesn't come back. He's not going to leave you and he's not going to do a half hearted job. Amen? He wants to help. So these gates, it's very important that we understand about these gates. The gates of our life, we can throw the locks down, put the bars down. You can have rulership in your life. Did you know that? Rulership and authority in your life by what you allow to come in and what you allow to go out. You need to protect what you hear. You need to protect what you see. You need to protect what you think on because you're allowing things to come into the gate, come into the gate, come into the gate, and it can either cause more brokenness or it can cause some rebuilding to happen in your life. So these gates are important. Amen? When you face tough situations, do not give up. God is with you. Bad things can happen to good people, and we do not always understand why. In her new book, Overcoming in Difficult Times, Pastor Nora King brings understanding about how to overcome some of life's most difficult circumstances. Through her own experiences and biblical insight, 
Pastor Nora shares how to find help in troubled times through God's Word and holding tight to His promises. To get Pastor Nora King's latest book for $12, visit us at poweroftheword.com or call us at 800-956-4433. You are not alone in your struggles. God is with you and He will help you overcome. Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora.